You're listening to Comedy Central. February 26, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tonight, from the Broadway production of Kinky Boots, Wayne Brady is here. But first, but first, breaking news from across the Pacific, where, like Apple with our iPhones, President Xi Jinping has it made in China. President Xi Jinping may be allowed to stay in office for the rest of his life if he wants. China's ruling Communist Party plans to change the country's constitution to remove a two-term limit on holding the presidency. And that move almost certainly means Xi Jinping will stay on as president when his term ends in 2023. Xi Jinping, president for life. Yeah, it makes sense. China gets rid of its one-child policy and replaces it with the one-president policy. It works out, you know? And this is really big, because presidential term limits were basically the one feature of an actual democracy that China had. So the concern now is that after years of relative reform, China is heading back into a complete dictatorship. Yeah, but if I were China, I'd just be like, hey guys, we love democracy, and we were totally gonna be one, but then we saw what democracy did in America, and that was not a fortune cookie we were willing to crack. Yeah, because imagine if, if, like, somehow China elected a Chinese Trump, yeah? <laughs> Except he'd be one of those Chinese knockoffs. He'd be like, folks, we've got to break down the wall. And Mexico's still going to pay for it. But let's move on. Let's move on. Because Congress is returning from break. And like most Americans, they're discussing two things. One, gun control and two, how awesome Black Panther is. Yeah. (laughs) Even Mitch McConnell is like, from now on, y'all can call me the Senate T'Challa. Yeah. (laughs) Ask me who I am. Ask me. Ask me who I am. Ndingo Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Ndingo Mitch McConnell. Did I do it right? (laughs) Now, of course, we know what pace Congress moves at, uh, but fortunately, corporate America is already taking action. A growing number of companies are breaking up with the NRA because their customers are demanding it, targeting companies that offer discounts to NRA members. Symantec, MetLife, multiple car rental agencies all ending their relationship with the NRA. The latest also, Delta and United Airlines, both of them coming out and saying that they are ending their discounted flights for NRA members. Okay, I'm less surprised that corporations are canceling NRA discounts than I am that corporations were giving them discounts in the first place. Like... How does the NRA even get discounts? How did they get that? Well, the NRA members just there, like, uh, we'd like a discount. <laughs> but still, like, this is the NRA that we're talking about. Like, I would understand if airlines offer cheaper tickets to doctors, you know, because they're useful to have on board. But if you're on a flight and someone's suddenly having a heart attack, no one's ever like, help, does anyone on this flight have a raging hard-on for the Second Amendment? Anybody? (laughs) So, while that's happening, meanwhile, 
the people of Parkland are looking at whether the Broward County Sheriff's Department could have done more to stop the tragedy. One deputy, Scott Peterson, who was armed and in uniform, clearly knew there was an active shooter, but stayed in his position outside Building 12. The sheriff says video shows the deputy doing nothing for more than four minutes. So while the shooting was happening, an armed deputy stayed outside the school doing nothing. And that's heartbreaking. And look, I don't know why that deputy failed to enter the school. I mean, personally, I wouldn't go into a high school. But period. Yeah. Like one time I gave a motivational speech at a high school and a bunch of ninth graders called me apartheid McDimples. It was brutal. (laughs) So I'm never going back. But look, you, you have to admit, what this deputy did was inexcusable. He just blew off the basic purpose of his job. And when people found this out, they didn't wait four minutes to go in on him. There's no one I've talked to that is not disgusted that, that the local sheriff's deputy that was there did not go in and kill that individual. An armed guard appears to have really, really failed to do his job. The sheriff has to go. He has to resign. The deputy's actions were unconscionable. Damn, that was harsh. It was like hearing the white people version of F- the police. <laughs> and this time, it's not, it's not enough just to deal with the law enforcement's bad apples. No, some people want to clean house, starting at the top with Sheriff Scott Israel. More than 70 Republican state lawmakers on Sunday demanded Florida Governor Rick Scott suspend Israel. The same day, Scott announced a state-run investigation into the law enforcement response to the shooting. Are you really not taking any responsibility for the multiple red flags that were brought to the attention of the Broward Sheriff's Office about this shooter before the incident, whether it was people near him, close to him, calling the police on him? Jake, I could only take responsibility for what I knew about. I exercise my, my due diligence. I've given amazing leadership to this agency. Amazing leadership? Uh, I've worked... Yes, Jake. Amazing leadership? You could see Jake Tapper in his mind did a spit take. He was like, what? <laughs> amazing leadership? I'm sorry, but no. Denzel Washington in Remember the Titans? That was amazing leadership. Yeah. Denzel in Malcolm X, that was amazing leadership. Denzel in Coach Carter, that was Samuel L. Jackson, you're racist. Look, it's clear that the deputy didn't do his job. He was armed, he was at the school, and he didn't help. Now, for some people, this shows exactly why there's no point in arming teachers. Because if a trained officer didn't come to the rescue, then how is Mrs. Flenderson gonna do any better? But for others, for others, the deputy failing to go in shows exactly why you need teachers to be strapped. A lot of us have said you need to arm teachers carrying concealed because you can't count on the prevention or that you're going to catch them every time. A security guard doesn't know the children, doesn't love the children. This man standing outside of the school the other day doesn't love the children, probably doesn't know the children. The teachers love their children. They love their pupils. They love their students. So what we need is someone who loves high school kids and knows their way around guns. Wait a second, I know just the guy. Yeah. (laughs) What? The dude needs a job! (laughs) Can't work at the mall? Come on. Here's what frustrates me in this gun violence discussion. 
People make it seem like there's only one problem and only one solution. It's the guns. No, it's the cops. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Like, there are some problems with more than one factor to them. You know, like it's, yes, she met someone more attractive, but you're also an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to work on both of those factors by becoming a nicer person and by disfiguring your rival. Right? (laughs) It's the same with school shootings. Maybe with better training, the deputy would have known how to go into the situation while still keeping himself relatively safe. But maybe with better gun laws, once the deputy did go into the school, he wouldn't have to face a teenager with an AR-15. Yeah. There's no one solution. There's no one solution that'll solve all mass shootings, except for this one solution. I got to watch some deputy sheriffs performing this weekend. They weren't exactly uh, Medal of Honor winners. All right. You know, I really believe you don't know until you test it. But I think I I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. I like that he's honest enough to say, look, I I haven't tested this. Uh, (laughs) But I think, uh, yeah, I think I would run in without a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would run in. I think I would. I think I would. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair. If Donald Trump ran into a school during a shooting, I do believe he would actually stop the shooting. Yeah. Because imagine you're a school shooter and Donald Trump appears in the hallway. (laughs) How distracting would that be? We'd just be like, that's right, it's me, Donald Trump. I don't have a gun, but what I do have is an amazing electoral college victory. They said I couldn't win 736 college, but I did it, folks. I did it. I did it so good. Like, eight minutes later, the police show up. Trump is still talking. The kid is like, what the hell is happening here? It would work. But, like, but like, for real, though? For real? I think I'd run in there, even if I didn't have a weapon. Really? Yeah? It would be ridiculous coming from anyone, but especially from Trump. He's gonna run in? <laughs> Yo, when Trump ran for president, that was the first time he ran in his entire life. Come on, man. No, you're telling me, you're telling me this guy is brave enough to run into an unarmed... He's brave enough to run into a school shooting unarmed already. This guy? Really? The same guy, the same guy who clung to a Secret Service agent like he was the last life vest on the Titanic. That guy? That guy? Really, Trump cares so much about helping people that he'd jump into the middle of a school shooting with nothing but his fun-sized fists. Really? That guy? But... But he's also the same guy who proudly tells this story. I'll tell you what happened. I was at Mar-a-Lago, and we had this incredible ball. A man, about 80 years old, very wealthy man, a lot of people didn't like him, he fell off the stage. So what happens is this guy falls off right on his face, hits his head, and I thought he died. And you know what I did? I said, oh, my God, that's disgusting, and I turned away. He's bleeding all over the place. I felt terribly. You know, beautiful marble floor. It didn't look so good. It changed color. It became very red. Really? That guy? That guy was going to run in and stop a school shooter? Get the out of here, man. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is a six-time Emmy Award-winning Grammy-nominated singer, actor, dancer, writer, and improviser who is returning to Broadway to play Lola in Kinky Boots. Please welcome 
Wayne Brady. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having so me, good sir. Good to have you here. Good to have you back in New York. You are uh, acting out in Kinky Boots. Um, are you competing with Steve Harvey to be the busiest man in show business? How many jobs do you have at the same time? Well, my family is from the West Indies, so we got lots of jobs. We have so many jobs. Um, let, let's see. Let's make a deal on CBS. Right. That's every day. Uh -huh. um, whose line is it anyway on the CW? Uh -huh. um, uh, and uh, later on this year, I'm, I'm uh, recurring on this USA sci-fi drama called Colony, right. um, which is an amazing show. And I'm the voice of uh, Clover the Bunny on Sophia the First on the Disney Channel. Yeah. And on top of that... You're reprising your role in Kinky Boots as Lola, which, by the way, has gotten rave reviews. People, people love Kinky Boots. It's blown up. It's amazing. Every, everyone loves the show. But Lola specifically, that character, is, is a powerful one. How did you get into the role, and what is, what is like, Lola for you as oh, a person? Oh, man. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Lola uh, in the drama musical Kinky Boots is a drag queen. But what I love about... Because just on the surface, when, when I say, oh, Lola's a drag queen, right. immediately, there are some people watching this right now, and, and I've taken the temperature online, that there are some folks that go, oh, so you're playing a drag queen, so you this, you did. And then whatever the narrative that they fill in. Right, so, right, right. So they imagine what, whatever it is. And whatever you're thinking, it's wrong. Because Lola is a drag queen, but Lola's a drag queen who's a former boxer and is a British former boxer. So who gets to play a British former boxer who decides to become a drag queen and works at this factory and designs boots and sings and dances and, and, and does this whole thing. The busiest, busiest man in show business, that's who gets to play that person. It's I feel like that's the perfect role for you. It's such, a, it's such an amazing role, not just because, yeah, it's a tour, tour de force, and I won't right. lie, just my own pride as, as, uh, as uh, hell yeah, I can do this. Hell yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Right. But it's also... For this day and age, for the times that we live in right now, where a lot of people feel that they can just walk up to you on the street and say whatever the hell they want to right, because right, they right. have been given carte blanche by somebody. I'm uh -huh. not going to get into things. I, I'm happy to be a black man playing this role that causes some people to have such problems with it. I've had people... On, you know what I'm going to do, Trevor? I, I, I want to read something on Facebook. And I put, oh, Lord. put somebody Here we on go. blast. <laughs> oh, here we go. The Facebook is coming out. See, how come never pulls up? No one pulls up Facebook to show you like just like a cool. Let me show you something someone said on Facebook that made my day. Like no one ever says that. Oh no, this made my day because it. But made like me, in in what way? Because it made me realize that I was doing the right thing. Right. Um. All right. Wayne, are you actually gay? Question mark. Question mark. Or do you just support gay and pride lifestyle? I'm guessing you're gay. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Do you know what God says about laying with another man? No, because God didn't tell me about my penis. <laughs> <laughs> you will not make it to heaven. Oh, really? It is Satan, or AKA Lucifer, she's down with him because she knows the AKA that you are following. <laughs> so sad, period. God gave everyone another chance after he flooded the earth and people like you screwed up again. Wah, wah. But that is why God gives you the freedom to choose. You are going to have so much fun burning in torment and hell forever. Ah, baby, I already got a tan. <laughs> Fire is real. She says, fire is real. I used to like your who's line. First off, learn how to spell who's. It's H-W-H-O apostrophe S. That's possessive, bitch. 
That's a contraction. It's whose line is it anyways? Until until I found out you were gay, question mark, question mark. And then the exclamation mark? Now I don't watch it anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. People should not support your lifestyle, but you see Satan is rising up in the world while while God, because she spelled it G-O-D. People are being lowered. That's okay. I, I will be in glory soon. Hey, baby, you better you than me. So, the reason that I wanted to play Lola was because I, I love what Lola stands for. Right. Be yourself and who, whoever you are, just be you. And that's the best that you can do. Boots in a limited run from March 1st to April 26th. Wayne Brady, everybody! The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.